listening to The Defiant Ones, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of Defy. Hello, it is The Defiant Ones. If you are listening to this now, you are part of the Defy Patreon, and we thank you so much for for being with us and and hanging out and listening to this content as we hopefully, you know, we'll we'll be able to congregate, you know, sometime in 2021 and and and, and chant the names of our favorite wrestlers. Uh, my name is Kevin Deers, and my guest right now is a valuable member of the Defiance, Mark Cornell. How you doing, man? Oh man, valuable. That's heavy praise, brother. I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate that. Uh, how are you? I'm doing okay, man. Um, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's, it's awesome to chat with you. Cause, uh, well, first off you're an awesome dude, but also you have quite the defy, uh, like, uh, it's just like, you have like a defy den here, man. You've got the Tama Tonga. You got the Jushin Thunder oh. Liger. You got the wrestle summit. You got the defy banner. You got the defy hat, dude, you're defied out. Oh yeah. And it, it goes from pretty much from wall to wall from all the shows that I've been to, uh, with a couple other indie promos, but nothing, nothing like the defiance, man, that's home. And, uh, and I rep for it. I rep for it hard because it, it, it touched a real special place in my heart and, um, a lot of good lifelong memories and friends. So I can't say nothing but the best about Jim and Mike and, um, and Jim and Matt and what they're doing there, man. And, and Migs and yourself and the whole family. It's a beautiful thing, brother. Just to be a part of it is a blessing. Oh man. Well, that's, that's awesome. And I'm curious about, um, like what brought you to defy? Like, what do you remember what your first show was? I do. I do. And it's so crazy because I live down in Vancouver. Um, so yeah. I was driving down Hawthorne Boulevard past, um, past the theater there. And I kind of was sitting at a stoplight and I looked in the rear view mirror and it said defy wrestling. So I'm like, what the hell? And it said Defy Wrestling Saturday, and it was on a Sunday. So okay. I, I legit just missed a, a wrestling show. Yeah. So I went home, and I, I, I kind of Googled it up, and I saw that it was um, it was Shane Strickland. At, mm-hmm. at that time, I only knew him as, uh, as Killshot, mm-hmm. right? So I kind of looked over the first show stuff, and I'm like, I can't believe I missed this. Right. So then I started following it, and then the next time they came to Portland, that, which was my first show, which was, uh, July 20th, my daughter's birthday, 2018 was the swerve Aries two. Yeah. Um, so I was able to get to the show and I, I consider myself to be a little bit bougie. I got VIP early entry, yeah. you know, and all that stuff, but outside of the show itself and the cool things that happened at the show and at the meet and greet, probably the coolest part about that evening and not, you know, seeing uh, Ray Phoenix go up against Ray Horace, seeing Randy Myers for the first time, yeah. seeing Swerve um, just legit go crazy with Austin Aries. But I was sitting over at the little Mexican restaurant next door and Miggs walked in and I saw him. I'm like, oh, he looks like, I didn't know who Steve Miggs was, right? Yeah, Shame yeah. on me for not knowing the local celebrity. But um, we just chatted. Mm-hmm. And then I get into the show and I, I go into VIP and I'm, I'm, I'm like, wow, there's Shane Strickland there. Oddly enough, with the projector screen behind him watching NXT, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I talked it up with him for a second. And then I went over to, to a double and talked to him for a good solid 20 minutes. And I'm like, these are real dudes. Yep. They're not like unapproachable. Mm-hmm. Right. So I go to my seat up on the stage and I'm like perfect seats. And all of a sudden here's mix. And I'm like, wow, that's the dude from the restaurant. Yep. This yep. is really cool. So that show really tapped into something special for me. And that made me hooked ever since then. I got my kids going to shows, my nephew, my 
oh god man I, I got my daughter to go um my youngest daughter cameron goes with me to every show but i got my oldest daughter to come to a couple shows and it's just been a great thing man dude that's awesome man it sounds like uh i mean like just your first experience you were all like the from from the jump you were kind of just like initiated into like a really op open arms community absolutely that's that's the best way to put it that's the best way to put it and then i want to say it was probably um at the second or third show. my second show was defiance united so that literally blew my mind yeah um to see um worldwide talent there in our house what's become our house right yeah as a transplant to seattle um, you know, talking with Melissa Santos. I mean, I mark out for the ladies. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a mark for the ladies, obviously with my rebel kill shirt on nice, um, nice. That, that I designed by the way, but, uh, <laughs> to talk to Melissa Santos and to talk to Tony storm and to talk to Brian cage and have these cool, but that was great because I expect that from the talent, mm -hmm. but to become close acquaintances, I would even go as far to say friends with, with Jim Perry. And with Matt Farmer and Matt and I have had some really deep conversations over the last couple of years about social issues and life and stuff. You don't find that anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? So the open arms community is exactly what I fell into. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, I, I do remember one specific show you were there to taunt me as I totally fucked up the Hawthorne theater's name live in, in the ring. I call, I forget what I called it, but, uh, Migs was, uh, was playing with his band bruiser. Brody. Yep. Yeah. And yep. so I filled in for him and I totally botched the name of a Hawthorne and, and, uh, you, you know, you kind of razz me a little bit, but that's the best part is like oh, the little, little, I knew you were there and I knew you were, you were listening and uh, you caught it, and uh, oh, you know wow. that yeah, was amazing. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, bro. That's completely unacceptable. And I, I love care. it. Shame on. Me. <laughs> I love it. No, it was unacceptable that I got the name wrong. But anyways, uh, okay. So uh, what I wanted to to ask you is, um, yeah. since you've been to so many Defy shows, um, I, I asked um, Martin Douglas this uh, last time I spoke with a member of the Defiance. I had Martin Douglas, uh, awesome dude, and uh, I'm going to ask you the same question. What are your favorite, and I'm going to go with top three, define moments and matches that you've uh, witnessed live? Oh, wow. That's that's a hard one. Um, obviously, I would say my the, the, my favorite moment, uh, top moment for me was just that first show. That's where it varies mm -hmm. to. Um, the favorite match, even though the, the main event was awesome, Ray Phoenix and Ray Horace tore the place down. And to see the athleticism, and I spent the entire time recording it on my phone and not absorbing the moment. I kind of got away from that now, but that was mind blowing to, to be my introduction into into Defy. Yeah. Um, again, the 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 for my number two, I guess, and it's really hard to rake them, and it's hard to whittle it down to three. But um, because you're a professional interviewer, you gave me ample time to prepare myself. So yeah, yeah. Um, I would say that the, uh, the second anniversary show, uh, January 19th of 2019, um, which, uh, the defy never dies. That was the one where Artie went up against, um, Desmond Xavier. I actually got the poster up there somewhere. Yeah. Straight nice. up above. You can't see, okay. but it's up there. And, um, that's the one where, uh, uh, Joey Ryan was, um, was doing the mic work. And, uh, at the end of the defy to survive, um, he got jumped 
by um, by Guillermo and and by Randy and by uh, by Victus, and they beat them down good. And all of a sudden, the Young Bucks music hit, and the place exploded. And it was such a cool moment, not just for me, but for everybody that was there. Because when my daughter and I went to um, to Vegas uh, for uh, for an event out there, they were interviewed and they talked about that moment and how much the defiance means to pro wrestling. So that, that really did it for me. And then plus, I mean, Moose was on that show. Robbie Eagles yep. was on that show. SCU was on that show. Yeah. So defy never dies, but defy never fails. Right. I like, that. um, and then this one is a little bit self-serving and I'm going to catch a, a bunch of hell. I know from, uh, from my boy Danny about this one, but my biggest mark out moment to date, was June 15th, 2019 at the Hawthorne theater, um, which may or may not be the, the show that you're referring to yeah. with the, uh, with the mic work, but that was the <laughs> defy onslaught show. And my daughter was there with me. It was the first time we actually sat front row. Yeah. So we're tucked away over in the corner and, um, it was rebel Kell's first match back from, uh, from Japan. Yeah. And, um, I caught a glimpse of her at a local show in Portland and I was just like enamored, like, man, this chick's like six feet. She's killing it. It's awesome. And, um, I just started following her work subsequently while she was gone. And I knew she was coming back. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. We re- yep. re- really need to meet her. And her music hits. I jump up and I mark out my daughter's hell of embarrassed, which is great. <laughs> yeah. And she makes her way around the ring and she has on these aviator shades and I'm just standing there just like, you know, a normal cat. And she yeah. walks over to me, takes my hat off and puts her shades on me. Oh, right. And I was like, legit lost it. Right. Yep. So then after the, she goes in a match, it was, it was her and uh Rhea Von slasher. Great match. Rhea's yeah. a great girl too. Um, but, uh, after the match went to VIP and got to actually sit and have a conversation with her dude. And, and again, it's, it's the personal touch that the wrestlers, that the talent, um, put on to really show the appreciation for the fans mm-hmm. and, that really sticks out to me because it speaks about the talent and the character of individuals. And the last part I'll say about it is she and I have become close friends. I would, I would go as far as say we've trained together um, at our gym up in Seattle, yeah. bar fitness. And um, like I said, I was away in Africa and I designed this shirt for her when she was away. That's so sick. Over to her and got it printed out and she's just cool people. And that's what defy is. That's what you are. That's what the defiance is a cool family of awesome wrestling loving folks that give each other shit when you screw up a name yep, or yep. set up a smoke alarm yep. and everybody has to stand outside in the rain. Yeah. Just good stuff, bro. Just good stuff. Dude, that's awesome, man. I appreciate you, you, you coming with the awesome stories and like, you know, the personal touch, like you said, like you were that little kid with the Bret Hart moment, you know, when Bret Absolutely. Hart gives those, those, his, his shades, that was what it was with you and Cal, dude. That's so yeah. sick. And, and every time, every time I, you know, we'll text each other BS or mention, I'll take a picture when the sun is rarely out here in the Northwest with my shades on and, you know, we'll have a moment there, but yeah, hundred percent. That is that Bret Hart moment. Yeah. And, um, and it, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. That's awesome, man. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mark Cornell. And, uh, before we go in, I need you to say something real quick here. I got you. Absolutely. All right. I need you to say Davinky. 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 All right. Here's the Voros twins, man. It's Davinky. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I love to hate those cats. It's the defiant ones. All right, it is the Defiance ones, and uh, I'm going to call this episode Defy Vinky because I'm talking with the Voros twins, man. You've seen them all over the internet. You've seen them 
uh, at Defy, if you're a member of the Defiance Patreon, then pretty sure you know who I'm talking about. Got Chris and Patrick Voros, Viral Sensations, Twin Pro Wrestlers, and uh, Canadians. How you guys doing today? <laughs> Yo, way more sense. Uh, it's funny you say viral sensations, but during these COVID times, we're like the good kind. I don't of know. Viral. If, I don't know if we want to be called viral <laughs> sensations. Oh. We're the good kind of viral. We're yeah, uh, we're lucky we didn't catch COVID this year. Uh, we uh, wash our hands a lot, staying safe, wearing our masks, so we're good to go. Good to go. That's good. That's good, man. So, are you guys um, up in Vancouver? Uh, yeah, we live in a city called Surrey, uh, but like our Instagram, I think says Vancouver because it's the cooler city. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Vancouver, BC, pretty much born and raised. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, I, I follow a lot of you, your stuff you guys do online. So I have to ask, um, just for you know, obviously everyone in Define knows, but if anyone it just happens to be followers of the Voros twins and they think this is true, I got to get this out there. Are you guys real or are you CGI effects? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, funny. If you Google us, uh, for some reason, if you search, are the Voros twins real pops up first. I think a lot of people Google search that a lot of our comments uh, say, are you guys even real? We've heard aliens. We've heard CGI. We've heard we've just heard everything. I think we're just, uh, I think we're pretty human, right? <laughs> I'd say so, man. I, I I don't know. I mean, it's very, uh, I mean, you look very much alike. So I, I assume that someone could do the effects, uh, of what you guys do, but I mean, everyone here in defiance, we have seen you guys wrestle and you know, that, that would be insane to be able to pull off the CGI effects to, to do a match with uh, the same person. So I, I'm pretty sure they're they're real, pretty sure they're real. There's a lot of people who follow you guys, but how weird is it to know that there are so many people out there that know you guys and know of you, but don't know that you're, you're wrestlers. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It's like, um, it's still so crazy to us. Um, just how many people know us from how many different things. Yep. Yeah. We used to think a lot of people knew us like in the wrestling bubble, like we'd even get like recognized just in public before like our TikTok stuff. But now it's on a whole new level where <laughs> we can't leave the house without somebody, uh, knowing us from videos, which is crazy. Uh, it's a little tough. Cause like, we can't really like, there's not too much new wrestling things that I could share because of the whole pandemic. Sure. So I think, uh, once everything opens up, we're ready to go. And then, but uh, I'm interested to know, like, are the defy fans, are they on TikTok? Are they scroll for you page? <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, I'm not on TikTok, but I should probably should be. I, I, I just for sure. for sure, for sure. What are you waiting for? It's so I funny. We tell all our friends like, "You guys got to get on TikTok," and they still didn't do it. So, I mean, uh, to the Defy audience, uh, make a TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's lots of fun. <laughs> so, for many of us and a lot of the wrestlers, this has been a time uh, this year of not much going on. A lot of people just kind of laying low. You guys have blown up, and a lot of that has to do with TikTok like uh let's go back to the moment with davinky because yeah. that has been like that was a very very viral moment and uh you know in, in a positive way of this during this pandemic it was so awesome to see you guys all over the internet and i'm like hey i know those guys but <laughs> bring us back to that moment and like what was I mean, cause you guys make content all the time and it was probably just another thing, you know, you didn't expect much from it, but what was that moment like when things started to really heat up for you guys and, and go viral? 
Oh, it was fun. Super exciting. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, as you said, we've been making videos for like years and years. Uh, and it's just so weird. Like we don't get how the internet, uh, things could just like blow up. It was powerful. We were so shocked. Yeah, millions of views, millions of messages, millions blew up of... on Instagram, blew up on Twitter, blew up on TikTok. It's just uh, crazy how like one seven second video, like it changed like the rest of like our time during this pandemic without wrestling. Like, yeah. like... I'm sure like we were like, we had a hundred K on TikTok before like the DaVinci video. So I'm sure like we still would have gained some success on there, but we definitely, uh, we, in like Mario Kart, we got a star basically. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, almost, uh -huh. we're almost at a million followers. So that's just crazy how, uh, and that's not even the amount of people that know us. Uh, anyway, um, it's been keeping us busy. We're super enjoying it. Uh, uh -huh. as much, uh, now we're just like, we want wrestling to come back super yeah. impatient, but for now, like just, uh, the TikTok grind is, uh, yeah, we're loving it. loving it. Loving it. So when the world opens, Oh, actually, uh, on that subject, I'm curious. So I saw you guys on some, some different, like, uh, some different TV shows. Do you remember mm -hmm. like what for the variety of different shows that they showed that clip on? Oh yeah. We've done, uh, we were, it was featured on a lot. We've, I think they even uh, aired it on like CBC national news or something. Yeah. It on Hungarian national news. Oh my God. Uh, you probably saw the James Corden clip. That one. Played, that like, one. Yep. Yeah. We got featured on like Sportsnet and, um, even, even like, like the top YouTubers, like PewDiePie reacted to it, which was cool. Uh, or, like yeah. some famous sticks on Huffington post and the list goes on. That's Buzzfeed, cool, and, Buzzfeed and everything. Yeah. So, uh, when you guys, you know, are able to wrestle and you guys are doing some touring, you know, and, and things open back up and everyone's, you know, vaccinated and, and healthy and stuff. Do you think that there's going to be people that come watch you guys that don't really watch wrestling? They just follow you on TikTok and are like, Hey, it's the Javinky guys. They're wrestling <laughs> in my town. Uh, for sure. This kind of happened a little bit. Like we were wrestling in Calgary and Edmonton for a couple shows post Davinci video. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, I'd say like 25% of the crowd just came, uh, for <laughs> like us and just... they, they weren't even wrestling fans or anything. That's awesome. Uh, Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of people that, uh, cause you got to think, right? Like you, let's say, um, like even our recently our TikTok got 400 or like 600,000 views. And it just seems like a number. Cause we're just inside all day, but it's mm -hmm. cool to think like, like, are like big numbers. Like if you yeah. scroll through our TikTok, like even now, uh, and the it, thing that's cool yeah. is like, uh, even if you're not like a wrestling fan, like, like you, even for like defy shows, like we even, even talk to the fans and they get so pumped. Like, Oh, I didn't even know this was in my city. I love wrestling. Now I'm going to go to more. So uh, plus we're stuck inside all day. We're always in a house. We know there's so much people that want to meet us. Uh, so hopefully we could find an outlet where we could like, uh, -huh. uh like wrestling's a good place to meet us. Uh, especially yeah, like there's meet and greets and stuff like that. Absolutely. Too, I mean, like, just so like kids, you know, they do these meet and greets with these like, um, you know, big YouTube stars and stuff. And it usually costs quite a bit of money, but if they can just watch wrestling for that amount of money, they can uh -huh. watch an awesome wrestling show and then they can get uh -huh. a selfie with you guys. Like it's, that's an added mm -hmm. bonus for any promoters that are trying to book you guys in Canada uh -huh. or obviously and, uh, defy. And hopefully they like, I mean, I like wrestling. So the chances are they'll like wrestling and go to other shows. And for like the defy fans that did meet us when we did like uh, the shows for defy, uh, we're super personable. And I think they would agree that we're always down to like chat with people and stuff. Like we have some good connections wherever we go just by like talking to people and stuff. 
And, you know, the defiance, we can say we knew them before they were big. We knew them before <laughs> they were stars, right? <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let's let's get into a little bit of wrestling, guys. So um, you guys, obviously twins, um, did you guys get into wrestling together? What was your first, like, um, exposure to pro wrestling? Uh, like the first time we watched it or the first, yeah, like, wrestling first, training? First, uh, yeah, first time wrestling entered your life as far as, like, seeing it, being aware of pro oh, wrestling. Yeah. So it was like around WrestleMania 19, uh, Royal Rumble, we remember seeing like Brock Lesnar shooting Star Press, kind of that like oh, Eddie yeah. Guerrero era. Mm-hmm. We used to have like VCR tapes of WrestleMania 17. So we didn't really watch WCW at okay. the time or the Attitude Era, but it was like Ruthless Aggression like early, Bertista, early. Cena, Eddie Guerrero, mm-hmm. uh, all those guys. But uh, we're so like lucky to have like seen like Eddie Guerrero in like 04, 05. Like, yeah. good, like those were good times for us as kids watching it live every week. So lucky. Super uh, fun. So, so you guys, uh, did you guys get really, really into it then? Obviously, um, as, oh, as- huge, <laughs> huge. Like we were like, we'd listen to like John Cena's rap album on nice. like, Tony Hawk, American wasteland uh, uh, video poster. We used to play like with Legos using like WWE Unforgiven as like the set and have like a Lego ramp for like okay. and back backyard wrestling. I would yes. so like the whole pretty much what like wrestling fans or like wrestler. Or I don't know. Uh, yeah. uh, just pretty much the classic wrestling fan. We didn't yeah. really con- collect every anything. Yeah, we're not collectors not at all. So that's the one thing. Like with action figures, we only had four wrestling action figures the, our whole life. Which <laughs> ones? Uh, Chavo Guerrero, Paul London, JBL, and Batista. <laughs> All right. There you go. Four-way dance right there. Um, uh-huh. Okay. So you guys obviously very much have the same haircut. You guys dress very similar. Did you guys always do that? Or did you guys try to kind of stand out from each other? Or was it always dressed very similar? Uh, <laughs> um, I think always dress uh, very much similar. Um, Chris wears blue. <laughs> Patrick wears red. I guess that's the only way. Okay. Tell us about like even right now, I'm like looking down. Like we're wearing the same shirt, same socks, same earrings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it all depends too. Like if we're at home chilling, obviously uh, we don't wear the same stuff. But definitely at like wrestling shows or at places, like I think it's pretty cool. Uh, it just adds to us. But most of our clothes are matching anyway. They're just different colors. Uh, uh-huh. And we cut each other's hair so that, that we're barbers as well, which is cool. <laughs> That's awesome. So when you guys were backyard wrestlers, were you always a tag team? I'm assuming. I mean, it kind of goes that's you, you guys are a natural <laughs> tag team. Were you guys? I don't, th- I don't think we were. I don't oh, really? Think we, I think only because are we in the, I don't need, it was just free for all. We were just hitting like everyone. everyone was just but like, we did have a finisher called the Voros death drop, uh-oh. which we've never done in like professionally. It was basically just a double back suplex, but we dropped the guys on their heads. Oh, it sounds safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for us, it was safe. Yeah. Hey, that's all that matters, right? When you're backyard wrestling. Um, so when did you decide like, uh, that you wanted to, you know, actually train and and become wrestlers? When was that? So it was always in the back of our minds, uh, but we stumbled upon it because we met, uh, defy, uh, world heavyweight champion, ravenous Randy at the gym we go to. And it was just at perfect time where we like, uh, left college because we didn't know what we want to do in life. We were starting to go to indie shows and the school just opened. So it was like, Ravnus Rand was like, come on, boys, I'll come train you guys. <laughs> and the school ended up being like five minutes from my house. So this was like 
Uh, mm. We'd be a fool to not do it. Uh, super pumped. And we were so big on like law of attraction, positive thinking and stuff. And we're mm-hmm. like, it's crazy how it's so worked out. Like it just like fell in our lap so perfectly. That's crazy, man. So you guys trained with Randy or who was the, the trainer there? Oh, huge. I would say like ravenous Randy is in our first two years of our wrestling career. And even after, oh. but like, uh, but pretty much Nicole Matthews and Artemis Spence and ravenous oh, yeah. Randy are the oh, main yeah. ones we credit. Uh, yeah. Learned a lot of good stuff from all three of them. So tell me, let's go to your first match. Do you remember, uh, you know, who you wrestle? I'm assuming you remember who you wrestled and was it for, uh, ECCW or another uh, promotion? It was ECCW, like a charity show. We were teaming with ravenous Randy. Nice. Uh, and we won the winners. We got the W, <laughs> uh, and we never looked back. That was since. A couple months into trading. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Then it was a lot of battle Royals and like simple matches, but we were super enjoying it. Uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun memories. So, uh, how many years ago was that? Oh, crazy. This is going to date, not date us like date, but like, what's the, what's the saying? What's the word? I don't even know when it was. That's I know it was, it was March, uh, 2014. So oh, okay. seven years ago. I mean, I there's mean, this whole pandemic year, so it's kind of like, it doesn't yeah, count, let's get, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys uh, are, are really young. So that means that you guys started when you were what 17 or 18. No, 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 no. no, no. We're 27 now. We just smile okay. a lot. So we look younger than oh, we drink okay. a lot. We drink a lot of water. I think that's oh, okay. What, nice. That's too. <laughs> and you don't, you don't use swear words. So that, makes, I mean, uh-huh. that makes you've sense. done your research. You've done your research. Yes, I did, man. You, you don't use swear words. So when you use swear words, it ages you. You know, oh, crazy. <laughs> that must explain it. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, okay. So let's, let me ask that. Uh, has that always been something like you just never really swore or never got into it? I think I specifically remember in grade eight being like, I'm never going to swear. I think it's also fun to say, uh, now we're at the point where it's like fun to say it's, Yeah. Uh-huh. And okay. it's true. And it's true. I mean, it's true. Uh, we don't swear. Uh, but, but I think we, we call people like, dumb dummy or like dumb <laughs> yeah uh, we don't we don't say stupid we say dumb. We, we don't really put people down anyway though uh-huh. we don't really gossip or anything i think you guys missed your calling for like disney channel uh you would be the perfect <laughs> disney channel tv show you're like g-rated you guys have the perfect like your p- <laughs> twins i mean you you guys are like made for disney channel it's the the twin pro wrestling G rated no swearing, it's great. <laughs> do you do you swear a lot? I mean, I I, I guess <laughs> I never really thought about it, but yeah, I guess like by accident, really, I don't like go out of yeah, my yeah, way yeah. to to. It's just kind of a habit, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, compared to you guys, I sound like a sailor, dude. So I'm just trying to watch my language <laughs> around you guys. So okay, so your language, your language, language. It's langwag. funny on our TikToks, uh, like we sometimes say words wrong. Like instead of language, we say language. And okay. now it just sounds so language. weird when you say like language or instead of like the country chili, we said child child. And now I'm like, it's child. It's not chili. <laughs> yeah. So oh we're my starting God. to talk like our TikToks. <laughs> so now since you don't swear and people know that you don't swear do people get uncomfortable, like swearing around you, like, do they get self-conscious? Like maybe I shouldn't swear <laughs> when I'm around the Voros. Uh, I, I think, think, I, think I think people do hold back though. Yeah. Yeah. I or maybe know. it doesn't uh, bother us at all. We love reality yeah. TV. We love when people swear. 
unlike a reality TV shows. It's just not you. Okay. No. Uh Fair enough. Okay. So, um, did you guys feel pretty natural when you started training? Was it, did it, was it something that came uh, pretty natural to you or, you know, what was the process like of training? Uh, I think not at all for us. We're so slow learners, but we're so hard workers. Like I remember like going training, training, staying first one there, last one to leave. So loved it. Love. Like we worked so hard uh, in everything we do, like even with TikTok now and stuff, but yeah, it was so slow. Like, like there's so much athletic wrestlers, but, uh, I remember at the time, even like a sunset flip, we were like, practicing. like we had to work so hard to get to uh, where we are. Uh, we're a lot more athletic. I mean, we're athletic then we used to play soccer for like eight years, but like soccer doesn't translate to, uh, wrestling too much. So we had to like train ourselves, um, just to like move more like wrestlers, like doing more burpees and stuff like that, yeah. as opposed to like running long distances and stuff. Just the conditioning for wrestling is probably a completely different thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Completely uh-huh. different. Completely different. Especially- like we used to run long distances, but one little pass something, we'd get so tired. So we kind of had to change our training uh, and do more high intensity stuff. So we're in a, a lot better shape. Oh, we were always in good shape though. I don't know. Uh-huh. Did you guys, was there one of you that like took to it a little bit better than the other one? And, and you guys had to like catch up to each other or was it pretty I much don't think similar? So okay. uh, I don't think so. I think exactly same page. If anything, if one of us got something first, it gives like encouragement uh, for the other one to like, just get it right after like okay. literally right after it's weird. Right on man. Well, okay. So uh, what, when did you kind of feel like you guys, something clicked. Was there a match or a time, a moment that you, you remember where like you really started to feel confident inside the ring? Uh, I don't think, I think it's just over time. Like it's crazy. Like now we're totally in like, we're like, we're never nervous, super pumped. Uh, I don't know when it clicked. I don't think there was a moment. I think it was just like going to training, uh, building up the confidence, uh, going to shows wrestling. And uh, I think just training, I think, cause we train so much that we're like super ready for anything. <laughs> That's cool, man. So, okay. Um, okay. So, um, th- tell me about, uh, you know, when defy got on your radar, uh, when, when, uh, what was your first experience with defy? I don't, I gotta think back. Uh, it was one of defy's very first shows. Yeah. I think it was defy seven or something. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, quote us on that. Uh, Maybe it was. it was against the American guns. That was our first taste of the defy crowd uh super uh pumped mm-hmm. yeah i loved it um i don't uh, we never really got a steady thing going uh for defy definitely it's on our goals list moving forward but it was always a good time we just feel like now we like with this year off we feel great uh our shoulder flexibility is good our hip flexibility yes yeah, so we're looking forward <laughs> to like wherever wrestling takes us wherever that would be right on man well tell me about that then so you said the defy crowd you know um what was that like uh for you guys uh and and like what's the what was the uh defy what was your reaction when you when you um kind of came through and saw how how rabid the defiance is <laughs> how rabid, no, I think rabid that was really sweet but the thing that kind of took us apart is uh took us apart took, took us, took us like, within uh, so your guys is like fans use social media a lot more than like eccw or like local fans especially like it's such a good like tight-knit community it seemed like everyone was friends with everyone everyone's like accepting of everyone supportive of like it was just a good time yeah no so complaints fun. at all like we could have stayed there and just like chatted with the fans stayed like 
it's just such a such good memories or like uh yeah super cool right on man so do you guys um you know now that you know things are uh, you know, obviously people are staying home and staying safe and everything. Uh, do you guys train with each other as far as wrestling? Do you guys like, you know, practice moves on each other and whatnot or not so much? Uh, so we were training for a while, but up until uh, November, the uh, laws over here kind of got shut down again over here. Like there's no real training. Uh, we had some family stuff. Um, so that was our main focus. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's gonna open up back again soon. I once gave a wrist lock to my brother on like a soccer field and we're like it's not the same it wasn't <laughs> the same doing a headlock takeover on like artificial turf as opposed to wrestling ring. <laughs> not quite uh, the same not quite not the same, quite the same. <laughs> so you guys have been wrestling for a few years now and um mm-hmm. what would have been some of your favorite moments and some of your favorite matches that you've been able to be a part of uh the first one that comes to mind i guess uh actually there's a lot but i mean uh, one, yo, that, yo, one, the one, one that's a cool I, one that's a cool one was when we wrestled. We have to say defy. That's the whole yes. point. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, that's number but, one. That's number yeah, one. Yeah. What are some other ones? Um, we really liked when we wrestled in Hungary. There, uh, there's a good promotion there called HCW. It's kind of like defy, where the fans are so, um, just so like involved within the company, which is cool. And it was cool because we're Hungarian. It was cool to meet wow. all the Hungarian wrestlers. Uh, we could speak Hungarian as well. So, so they uh, were speaking the Hungarian language. We were speaking <laughs> the Hungarian language. Uh, so that comes to mind. We trained in Germany for five weeks uh, with Walter and WXW. That was wow. a cool experience. And we share the same birthday with them, with Walter. Wow. Breaking news. Oh my God. Uh, Maybe he'll give you birthday chops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not, so loud, not so loud. <laughs> okay. So, um, how did you get booked in, uh, in Hungary? Is it because you of your Hungarian heritage or did it just happen that, you know, you got booked? There? Uh, we wrestled there twice. Um, the first time we would have wrestled there a third time. We had a big Europe trip planned, Germany, England, Denmark, but they got shut down with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. hopefully if they would like, we up. did good in the first match back when we were like, what, nine months into wrestling. And then since then they super embraced us. So they were like, whenever you're in Europe, but I think it's definitely cause we're Hungarian. I think they're just like, but uh, we're super proud to be Hungarian too. Like, uh, there's not too much Hungarian people. Like it's a pretty small country. So uh, if we could like help support them or like shout out to the Hungarian fans, we always do this. That's awesome, man. What's, um, so what was that like practice, uh, practicing? What was that like training with, uh, with Walter over in WXW? Oh, it was such a, it was like one of the few times where we're like, um, wake up every day, wrestling, 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 like seven days a week for five weeks. We yeah. loved it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So much good memories. Uh-huh. And it was cool. It came at a time. Like we were just in a warehouse job that we, it was fine, but we quit our warehouse job literally with no backup plan just to train in Germany and stuff. So it was yeah. cool. It felt so freeing where like, I have no other responsibility except like focus on wrestling. Uh-huh. Uh, that's Super rad, fun. man. So, uh, so tell me, um, when you came back, did you feel like, you know, you had leveled up after Oh, that? for sure. I think anyone would at, at that time, or if anyone was in those shoes, like we were, uh, for sure. Any like international travel that we did, uh, we, we always, always felt like we leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's great, man. So, um, I, I kind of wanted to pivot and ask a little bit about, um, when you first started recognizing that, you know, you, you don't want to do just wrestling. You also, you know, wanted to do some, some video work and, and, and do like a vlog. Um, what made you guys make that decision? Like, Hey, let's kind of become content creators. Was there a conversation that you guys had and you decided so it's crazy. Uh, our, uh, besides wrestling, we really liked making YouTube videos and entertaining. Mm-hmm. So we always made videos in some form, but then but they're uh, all, they're all private now. Most of our old ones, yeah. <laughs> but then we wanted to like, we didn't know that there was like too much like wrestling wrestlers, like doing YouTube content. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was Sammy Guevara and then Ethan page started Dalton castle, Thunder Rosa, yeah. but Bucks. still like a lot yeah. of people on oh, young books as well, but a lot of people still don't. And for us, we just so enjoy it. We're pretty, creative and stuff and i think it makes you like get to know the we always appreciate any kind of wrestler that puts out extra content uh we think it's cool it makes you get to know them more um, like even like when our dad was super sick or when we're going through mm-hmm. stuff we always try to share it even though it's kind of hard to talk about certain things but i know like if i like a wrestler i want him to like tell me about his personal life so I have a better connection with him. So we try to do that. Mm-hmm. Like we want people to like go watch, like we do weekly uh, YouTube videos. And when wrestling comes back, we're going to continue our vlogs. And we just want people to like be on a journey with us. Cause it's not about the journey. It's about the, uh, what's the saying? Occupation. <laughs> Destination. <laughs> something like that. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I, I don't want to, you know, make you guys uncomfortable, but I do want to say, I'm, I'm so sorry to hear about your father. Um, you, you share, you shared the, um, everything about him on your, on your page. It was very touching to see, you know, some of these moments and memories with him. Um, was, uh, was he able to see some of your wrestling? Oh, he, he would come to every single show that he can, the, all the local ones, like uh-huh. super supportive in everything we did, uh, which was super cool. Yeah, yeah. And we were super pumped that he was able to see like, uh, TikToks blow up and stuff like he enjoyed it yeah. just as much as we did. So we were, and it's kind of like. Uh, cause of this COVID stuff, like, uh, we were just home for a year from March to March. Mm-hmm. So we spent literally every day with him, which so much good memories within the last year with our dad, which super helped yeah. uh, just deal with everything else that was going on. That's kind of like that. Um, you know, uh, silver lining in, in the craziness of the year. You, you, you don't want to ever like say that it's a good thing that COVID happened, but I think a lot of people, I guess you kind of got to look at the silver lining and just the fact that the final year of your father's life, you were able to spend so much quality time with him. That's, that's really something, man. And I don't uh, know if you know this TV show called Columbo about a detective. Oh yeah. Oh such yeah. a good show. So we watched it so much with him. Such a good show. Holy cow. But also we're optimistic people. So like with mm-hmm. the whole pandemic, we always try finding like things that like, uh, I know we, but we sound like kind of happy and positive now, but we did get rattled. And we didn't get bu- super bummed out and stuff, but I <laughs> you mean, just like, want to put that on the record. <laughs> no. Yeah. It was very tough time. Super emotional. And it's still uh, tough. It's going to be tough for like years to come, yeah. especially like father's days or like everything. But I mean, like there's nothing we could do about it. I mean, there is, but like, yeah. I don't know. No, I totally uh-huh. understand. There is? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So, um, I, I'm curious in the future if what if one of you guys gets married and like, you know, has a family and then like, 
you know, is the other one gonna like feel weird and like have to go and start their own family too. And like make sure that the <laughs> wives like look alike too. And all the kids look alike. And <laughs> do all the families have to be identical as well? <laughs> uh, we'll cross that bridge when we divide. Right now we are, uh, we're not focusing on that. That's like down the road. But we always Fair say enough. like life will figure, life will figure itself out. That's like, our yeah. model. Like we didn't think we we're going to have a car or a job when we were younger or like yeah. anything like life figures itself out. Uh, yep. I'm sure that'll get all figured uh-huh. out. I mean, the Bella twins have houses right next to each other. I think. Or they did. Or they did. <laughs> Do you watch total divas or total Bellas? Sometimes. Yeah. I catch it. Yeah. <laughs> same, same. Do you guys kind of model your career after the Bellas? Uh, I don't know. That's Probably a weird not. question. <laughs> no, there's no, there's, uh, but, think, they, but they are kind of similar to us, like how they conduct their inter- interviews and stuff. For like sure. that. Uh, we definitely see like, uh, how they treat, like, I guess their fans or their so- social media and stuff, mm-hmm. but in ring and stuff. Like no, they, they share, really. they share a Twitter account and we share a Twitter account. Like they don't have separate ones. Mm-hmm. Same, same. <laughs> okay. So, so, let's say I wanted to start a TikTok account. What are, what are like four or five of your favorite people to follow? Cool. Uh, Avoro the Voros twins. We have yeah. a second account yeah. as well. <laughs> uh, no, I, um, tough question. Oh, uh, we made so much new TikTok friends over the years. I never thought we'd be in the TikTok community. Yeah. yeah. Um, so much. Um, a couple wrestlers, I guess, uh, for the wrestling fans out there that don't know, like Alex Zane is on TikTok. He's uh, awesome. He's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Heather Monroe was on uh, TikTok <laughs> nice. as well. Even like Casey Canzero from NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a bunch. Uh, but as far as TikTokers, uh, Dixie D'Amelio, uh, I think she's like the fifth most followed TikToker. Addison Ray. <laughs> uh, but I'm saying Dixie D'Amelio follows us on TikTok. So that's oh, a snap. Yeah, she's only following like 400 and, and she has like millions of followers. So And you guys are uh, verified. So come on. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when, wh- what was your reaction when you guys got finally got verified? Like for I, us I, to do it all on our own, like we're not signed to a company. It's not like, so we're, it's not like WWE gave it to us or like AW or something. So we were mm-hmm. super pumped. We did ourselves. Uh, we actually, uh, uh I don't know. It's we've been grinding on Instagram literally for like eight years, kind of working towards it. So it was cool to see it pay off. Um, like we've been putting up like Instagram stories every day, uh, pictures every day and stuff. So, uh, we got rejected a couple of times. We reached out oh, to no. Instagram, uh, but that's with everything. Eventually they were like, we can't deny these guys anymore. Uh, they're like the coolest. That's basically, that's basically our life. <laughs> roadblock, roadblock, grind through, grind through. Eventually something cool happens. Roadblock, roadblock, grind through, grind through. <laughs> Hey man, that's the way it and goes, then, uh, dude. Yeah. TikTok one came right after, uh, like two days later. I like it, man. That's, that's awesome. So you guys, um, you guys have merch out there, uh, and you guys have tons of content. I mean, follow them on TikTok, follow them on YouTube, uh, Instagram. Uh, yeah. So I guess just drop like your, um, your, um, socials, like what, how, where do we find you guys? Uh, obviously we probably already see you guys, but just in case people aren't following you. Are you talking? Oh, <laughs> uh, we kept it super simple. Everything's Voros twins. So okay. TikTok, uh, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. We do uh, weekly YouTube videos every Thursday. Please subscribe, subscribe, uh, and hit the bell. We make videos every Thursday. Uh, we also have a Patreon uh, where we po- play Among Us and stuff like that cool. with fans and post stuff. But and this- uh, merch, uh, prowrestlingtees.com slash Voros twins. 
I think that's it. I think that's pretty much it. Facebook and stuff, but we don't really use Facebook. Fair enough. Okay. So two, two more questions for you. Cool. Um, okay. So if you could have any band create a custom theme song for you or artists like rap, R&B, band, whatever, any kind of musical artist cre- create a custom theme song for the Voros Twins, who would it be? Oh, that's tough. I mean, like Lincoln Park would have been cool, but they don't really suit us as wrestlers. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Big Lincoln, big Lincoln Park fans. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We come out to L- uh, punk rock version of LMFAO party rock anthem. Okay. But even then, it's tough. Yeah, it's, it might just have to be like uh, maybe we'll sing our own music. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it, it might just have to be like some generic. like a beat like a beat like it doesn't need vocals it doesn't need vocals maybe it does i don't know know. Katy perry no 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 no. uh i don't know fine lmfao (laughs) there it is they'll perform i don't know we like our entrance theme now so i think we're just gonna keep that for a while okay fair enough all right so my final question for you guys if you could pick a scar on your body, each of you, and tell us a story of how you got that scar. Oh, you have a cool one on this one, this one. Oh, we used to work at McDonald's for like okay. five years. Both together? Uh, yeah, both yeah. together. Amazing. Sometimes at the same time. Uh, yeah. But I think from the grill landed on my hand, like something warm. And I was just showing it off to my friends. Like, look, it landed on me. Uh, and I didn't think it's going to leave a scar. I should have just knocked it off right away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's nothing small, nothing major. Roland, we also have like two matching ones on our yeah, right elbow. We used to penny board, uh, those like little skateboards. And uh-huh. we both fell on different days on the same um, <laughs> elbow. <laughs> so, so identical twins have matching scars. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Wow. Yeah, nothing major though. Nothing. Major. Okay. Right on guys. All right. That's a, such a random last question. <laughs> like, I don't think we ever got asked about like scars or anything. So creative. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks guys. And, uh, any final words for the defiance? Uh, final uh, words, drink lots of water. Uh, we appreciate the ones that do reach out to us and stuff. And yeah, feel free to support your wrestlers. Like, uh, there's a lot of content. Uh, anyways we're doing a lot of content yeah we're doing a lot everyone's everyone's working hard uh we appreciate the fans we're huge wrestling fans we're just like everybody else we watch everything i don't know i don't know when this is airing but wrestlemania is tomorrow for us Mm -hmm. Uh, we're gonna be watching that super excited uh yeah we're just uh just like everyone else we uh, we're just as wrestling fans as everyone in the defiance and we appreciate all the support they do for everyone which is very cool all right. Well, thank you so much. And hopefully we'll see you guys at, at another Defy show once things open back up. Stay safe. Good yeah. Time. And we just want to give a present real fast to everybody listening. We're going to give you to the Defiance. We're going to give you the power of Davinci. Yes. Amazing. Thank awesome. you. The Voros twins, Chris <laughs> and Patrick Voros. Thank you so much. Cool. cool. Take care. Take care. Yep. Have a good one, guys.